All right, welcome back to the Still Searching Podcast. We're live in the studio with two very special guests today, uh, all the way from the Bay Area today. Yay, area in the house. Um, this is a spur of the moment, spontaneous sit-down recording with um, two gentlemen here today. So I have uh, a, a sheesh, a longtime family friend, uh, Vince Gomez in the house. Hey, what's up, Vince? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? In, right into the mic. Make sure you're right all in there. All right. How you doing? Come on, you know how this works. Into the mic. Uh, Vince Gomez is here, and we also have a very special guest, Eric Santos in the house. Hey, What's up, doing? guys? Oh, man, so blessed to be here, brother. Man, thanks for coming in, making some time. I know you guys are running around doing uh, some business and stuff, and so just thanks for popping in. Welcome. welcome. How was lunch? Lunch was good. Good. <laughs> you guys met with my pops. How was that? Yeah, that was good. It's always nice. Heard man. some war stories. Yeah, reminiscing <laughs> on the good old days. Yep. So I go back. So Vince has been a part of uh, Vince has been a part of like our family. You guys knew my dad in the early eighties. Well, when did you come to New Life? Nineteen eighty three. Eighty three. Yeah. Wow. Thirty seven years ago. Yep. All right. <laughs> Vince all of a sudden went shy. Huh? Oh no, I'm just I'm just thinking, you know. Uh, but yeah, no. You guys have some war stories from. Yeah, the I know. 80s? Met, met your father in 1983. Started going to New Life Faith Center and just started getting involved. And you know, uh, your father's an amazing teacher and you know was a mentor to me. And you know, we just started getting involved in you know ministry, doing outreaches all over San Francisco, doing concerts and. You know, street, the, just streets. The streets and, you know, bringing music and bringing, you know, the message of Jesus Christ. And, you know, it was it was cool because, you know, I could relate to that. And it, it was it was nice. It wasn't religion. It was, you know, it was it was fun. We we loved doing it. It was, you know, it was exciting to the things that we were doing because, you know, we were always doing something active. We were always doing something new. It wasn't it was always fresh. You know, we we're always out in the street doing music or, you know, talking to people. We always have fun doing it. So it, it was it was so much fun just doing it in those days it was great good times right oh it was great it was were awesome. you you were you originally from the bay area i'm third generation san franciscan san francisco. so you know so i was born and raised my mom and dad and then my grandparents came to san francisco so you know, yes yeah. that's, that's the city you know and i still you know i still get out there even though i live a little bit farther away you know just 25 miles away from the city but i you know i love i'm san franciscan you know i love the city through and through through and through you know i you know, born in the mission in San Francisco, and you know, I just you know got that vibe, you know, the music vibe, and you know, just having mission. that, yeah, la mission, la mission, and, and you know, <laughs> gotta have my burritos and pan dulce, and always, you know, and you know, Phil's coffee. If I have time, man, every single time, if I'm in the Bay, I, I'll, I'll I have to go, I have to go to the mission, like I just have to. It's like I always feel it's it's like everything to me. It's like the city, it's the sights, the smell, the food, obviously, oh, and sure. then. And then when I'm walking down like 24th, I just I have memories. I remember those days as a little kid. That's really? Right. Yeah, being on the being on the corner right there, like where there was a Bart, you know, where people go underneath. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it, yeah. And setting up and preaching and just running around as a little kid and almost getting hit by cars and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's changed a little bit, but you know, it still has that vibe. You know, it's still it's still that vibe, even yes. though it just it's not all Hispanics nowadays. Excuse the gardener guys. Um, it's not all all Mexicans now. It's like you have the Mexicans and white white people. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah. ever since COVID, you do see a little transition because I was out there and you know they're you know people got they set up a flea market right there and I don't know what kind of goods they're you know but they they kind of took off and they took it over and they opened their own little shops out there so it's got a little bit different vibe but we'll see how it goes in the future but 
you know, still yeah. the mission. So, uh, Vince, why don't you introduce our guest today? Yeah, I want to introduce. Actually, he was a member of your father's church. Yeah, we'll get into that. And uh, I just, we'll, my we'll dad told me right now yeah. on the phone. <laughs> so, Eric Santos, I met him. He, you know, he's a longtime, uh, well-known producer in the city in the Bay Area for you know. Uh, sports teams and some of the biggest uh you know uh, radio personalities so we you know we hooked up a couple of years ago and you know he's he's doing movies now and and uh he's doing different projects so yeah he's a great uh man of faith and also a great uh insight and he has creativity so eric santos eric welcome man thank you man right on vince thanks for coming through so you're from the bay area as well right born and raised i'm first generation nice family from el salvador in the san francisco yeah so we kind of grew up in the mission but i ended up moving to the city next to uh, san francisco with daily city daily city east side daily city east that's where bobby torres is from <laughs> east side uh, fogtown yeah, bobby torres lived two blocks from my house oh so you knew bobby back then yeah, i knew bobby back then yeah wow was he as crazy as he claimed to be <laughs> <laughs> he was mellow yeah he was chilled out <laughs> yeah, I, so yeah, it's such a such a small world yeah, too no because doubt. I spent time with Bobby in Arizona, ah. uh, in the program that he was running, the teen program. Right, right. So that's why I met Tina, who was uh, one of the uh, one of the uh, co um, co stars in your in your last film. Yes, yes. and uh, so I met I. She's that that's almost almost twenty years ago already. Wow, man! Time yeah. flies. I was like eighteen, nineteen years old when I came across Bobby and. Uh, Whoa. Just left, went to Arizona to, to kind of get my life back on track. Mm -hmm. I was that, you know, rebellious teenager. Oh, man. Rebelling against the, the you know, the system, the church, everything, you know. Hey, welcome back, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It's been it's been a long, been back a long time yeah, now. Right on, <laughs> but that's how I came across Bobby and all them and <laughs> Tina. So, right on, man. So, tell us a little bit about your story, man. How did, so where, you know, tell us about your background growing up in the city. How did you get into, um, production you know, movies yeah. radio all that stuff you know so chip my dad back in el salvador he was a he was a, a tv producer and my godfather was the talent for him so they would have these shows in el salvador and then they had a dream to come to the united states which they end up doing coming to san francisco my godfather became like the uh the the anchor for uh telemundo hmm. in san francisco so he'd be on the news every night as a main anchor he did it for ooh, until he passed you know which is probably about three years ago wow and my dad, he, when he came to the U.S., you know, he kind of like, you know, he, he wanted to do it, but he ended up becoming a, a you know, a, a waiter for the Four Seasons Cliff Hotel in San Francisco, which is a high caliber hotel. But he would always deal with all these actors. You know, he would deal with, you know, uh, uh, Charlton Heston from the Ten Commandments. He, yeah. He knew Edward James almost when he first started before wow. his first gig. And so he would meet all these guys and he'd come home. And my dad was a great storyteller. Right? So... And in my life, you know, when I went went off to college, I ended up, uh, you know, picking up a business degree, but I minored in film. Mm. So film was always there. It's something I always wanted to, you know, kind of see if I can kind of entertain it somewhere down the road. And then, uh, you know, I ended up uh, getting a, a job in broadcasting, working for ABC in San Francisco. And at first, uh, you know, I was a good digital editor before they teach you how to cut up on, uh, you know, like real tape. Mm -hmm. And then when I wow. was when I was going to school. Digital would come in, and yeah. I made friends with this one guy at the radio station. So he would, uh, you know, he was, hey man, let me show you this new way of editing, right? So it's like the wave of the future, and it was all digital. So he would give me his books. I would go home and read them, 
And I learned how to, you know, do digital editing. And all of a sudden, KMBR in San Francisco, like one of the biggest sports, you know. I listen to KMBR on my phone every day almost. (laughs) Is that right? Yeah. So they called me up, right? They go, hey, man, we're looking for a digital editor. We're going to, we hear that you're a digital guy. Wow. So I went down there and, you know, they wanted to see some of my skills. And by that time, I already had it pretty much perfected. So I would do a lot of their, you know, their openings for their shows, mm-hmm. whether it be a, you know, their baseball game, football. I was working with the Niners back then. Yeah. Or get the Raiders, the Warriors. But to be honest with you, man, I wasn't a big sports fan. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, the first job they gave me was working for the Golden State Warriors. And to be perfectly honest with you, brother, <laughs> I didn't know who was who, right? And the Warriors weren't any good back then, <laughs> they right? Were, they were horrible, right? <laughs> But I would have to pull up like the roster to figure out what team was shooting the ball, right? You know, yeah. it was like, man, so it was, it was a struggle. But, you know, they, they liked the way that I cut up sound. Right. And then, uh, you know, finally, you know, that kind of moved on. I would make openings for these shows. And then afterwards, hey, man, Eric, would you like to produce, you know, uh, a weekend talk show? And went from a weekend talk show to then three months down the road, you know, I, I had all their number one talk shows that were under my belt. And, uh, you know, I, I was there 20 years after a while. So, I, you know, I ran the number two show in the entire nation. Wow. You know, and, and that's more in the talk radio realm, mm-hmm. you know, working with these guys. And that guy named Michael Savage, I know I don't want to get all political, but. You know, he started out in sports? I did. Oh, no, Savage. <laughs> no, so oh. Savage is more, he was always political. political talk, yeah, yeah. Always political. But me, I kind of moved around. And, you know, when you're in sports, you know, you want to go higher and higher, you know, yeah. it's like anything in, in life, right? And talk is where everybody wants to end up, right? Mm. I was more of a music guy. I wanted to be more in the music, you know, radio, but I never got the chance to be a music man, right? So I was like, man. Oh, man. So I got into talk radio and, you know, and I did pretty well for myself. And then, you know, I got to the point where I got bored. I said, all right, I need to find another career here, right? So, you know, what I did was I turned in my resignation. They go, hey, what happened? What do you mean? You know, you just yeah. you give us a two-week notice, right? Yeah. I go, well, I'll fill in a you know, little, little here, but I, you know, I want to do my own projects now. So that's when I started, uh, you know, going back and I decided to buy this software and learn how to write these scripts, these stories that I always had mm. in my mind. Right. And then, you know, of course, people would always, you know, you got the hater raids out there telling you, man, are you crazy? You think you can write, you know, a script, you know, it takes people years to write these scripts. Right. Right. But I've always had these stories in my mind, man, in my head. I just got to the point where I said, you know what, either I'm going to, you know, die with these stories in my mind, in my head, or I'm going to write them down on paper and get them out. So it took me eight months, you know, eight months to write my first script, right? And I wrote it down. And, uh, you know, my my oldest brother, you know, he's he's like my, where I bounce things off of, right? But my brother's gone blind, right? Mm. Glaucoma runs in our family pretty bad. You know, I got it. He's got it, but he lost his eyesight. So what I would do, I'd call him on the phone. I'd say, hey, George, you know, I got this script idea, right? And so I just start reading the story. And then my brother would say, wait a minute, man, it don't make sense here, right? There's no way that your guy can write, you know, four songs in one night. You know, if, you, if you're coming in at 9 p.m. and, you know, so he would he would make sense of my story, right? And he, so I would have to rewrite it and, come, and go back to him. All right, man, I changed the story here and I give him the, the new updated version. So finally, with my brother's help, right, you know, and some other editors, I was able to kind of, form this entire story wow and then once you get your story what are you gonna do with it right you're gonna sell it off to hollywood well you know for for a first time guy so either it's like a you know it's like a wrong answer so you know i had just sold this house that i had and i had a little bit of change so i said you know what i'm gonna make this film myself so you're talking about the movie uh chael chael right yeah yeah chael chael the movie you yeah go, you can go to chael the movie.com check it out it should be on the digital format uh probably coming this august of september 
It should be on all of them. Awesome. I'm hoping <laughs> on that part. Yeah. So we picked up a distributor and so forth on that. But, you know, I decided that finally I said, hey, you know, what am I going to put this movie together? Right. So I put all these things on these, uh, you know, casting networks and, you know, I had all my parts. You know, I put all, you know. So this is all 100% funded by you. Oh, man. 100%, brother. Total, yeah. total, like, complete. Your yeah. own thing. You know, my church helped out like towards the end. It, you know, they the one that catered it for me. Yeah. You know, we were out there filming for about 28 days. So they brought food, you know, two times a day, brought us drink. You know, we, yeah. we were, you know, they, they let me use the church van to get all, you know, I had 30, 34 actors at the time, right? right. So, so you know, a particular day, we got to get people shuffled here back and forth and so forth. So, you know, they, they really helped out and they also gave me like some financial, you know, backing yeah. as a love offering to help me out. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, I really appreciated that, brother. So, man, t tell me about how hard is it to like, you know, as somebody who enjoys film and, and even myself, like just dabbling and just just being creative. You know, I, I've shot little home mo movies with my kids and try to chop them up in iMovie and stuff like that. But... How hard is it to, to get your, your dream, your, your baby, your, your movie from like start to finish? Like what are all the, the process in doing that? Like, you know what I mean? Just, just yeah. even just like finding a cast and like equipment, you know, how do you shoot it? Audio, you know what I mean? Right. Syncing audio with the video. Like I'm like that. I'm, I'm into that nerdy stuff. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, but it's gotta be a challenge, right? For oh, your very first time. No doubt. And then you just, you just do it. You know, just first, figure it out. <laughs> the first thing, the first thing you got to do, man, at least what I did, I had to get on my knees, man, because I knew when I made the commitment to make this movie, right, <clears throat> that I could do it on my own, brother. Yeah. You know, so I, you know, I, I cried out to the Lord, Lord, you got to help me. You said that, you know, you gave me this gift. You gave me this talent, right? You said you're going to be with me every step of the way. Yeah. You know, I need you to, you know, to part this way, just like you did for Moses. Please do it for me. Cause I was nervous, man, you know? Mm. And, you know, and I had hired, a, you know, a, a, a cinematographer, you know, out of New York, had to fly him out. And, you know, things got real, man. Right? Yeah, you know, yeah. Money was coming Once, out. When money's going to start writing checks, it right. gets real. <laughs> and everybody got paid, brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, there was a couple extras that just helped out for some food, but everybody, all the 34, 35 that I had got paid. You know, I paid every single one of them. Mm -hmm. And I had a diverse cast. And, you know, and you just got to really, you know, you, you, you have to know your story in your heart. Man. Yeah. And I knew my story so well that I knew every character that I had written, what he looked like, how he spoke, right, his temperament, everything. Mm. I, I even I even imagined what his background was like, right. Mm. So for every character, I understood every exactly who he was. And then when I'd find my actor, you know that that looked the part, right, and I, you know, and I start working with him on the script. I'd feed them all the information that I had of that character to, you know, to the actor. Mm -hmm. So they, and they can, they can live it. They can breathe it. And they become this person. Right. And then for 28 days, you know, they become this character that they were hired to do. Right. And then, you know, now I'm like the Chinese plate guy, right. You know, putting, making sure none of these plates fall down with 35 different actors and kind yeah. of shuffling, you know, and I just thank God brother that for the most part, you know, 90, 99.9% .9 of my actors were on board and, you know, following the program. You always need to get a per, you know, person or two. Yeah. They're going to challenge you, right? You know, gonna, yeah. the creative, the, the yeah, exactly. direction. Or, it shouldn't be this way. You know, yeah. you shouldn't write it this way. Or, yeah. you know, I think the character should say this and this and that, but, but, you know, and you hear it. And I said, you know what? I hired you to do it this way. So just do it the way that I. <laughs> it's like, this is your vision. This is your baby. Like, hey, you need to follow the script. Stick right. to the script, right? Stick to the script, right? You know. <laughs> But, you know, somehow you get challenged somehow and you got to, you know, know how to roll with the punches, man. But, if you know, eventually we were rolling, man. We we're filming, you know, my first day, 
you know, it was probably my toughest day because I, I ended up hiring one guy that was a non-professional, right? Because he had that he had the homeboy look that I needed, right, for this barber to fit, you know, this particular character that I needed. But the brother couldn't act. <laughs> right. he, he couldn't act, right? And, you know, I think I spent probably about four hours on him before I had to let him go. And, so, and time is money. Yeah, it is, man. You know, but I, 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 but I love the brother, right? So yeah. I said, listen, man, you know, you're not going to do this part of, uh, you know, of Big Happy. No, no, of... Um, of Jeff the barber, but I'm going to make you big happy who has a roll at the end. You'll be drinking a 40, right? But you're not going to say a word. <laughs> yeah. He's just oh, an man. extra at that point. <laughs> <laughs> but he was in there and he's yeah. happy, man. You know, I just gave him my word that you yeah. know, he was going to be in there. So, you know, with that being said, man, we, you know, we filmed it, you know, and it was literally, man, I think I, I never worked so hard in my life, man. I still mm. think about that day and I make myself nervous because I was working without any exaggeration. Man, if you know, like if there's 25 hours in a 24-hour day, that's what I was doing. Uh, I think I was probably getting two hours. No sleep. And I, man, but, and I'm a sleepyhead. You know, I, yeah. I need I need my, you know. Six to eight hours. Yeah, eight <laughs> hours, right? Vince, he, he can go on four or three hours. Yeah, man, he's right? good. Quick Me, little power man, nap. Right? Yeah, I can't do it like that. But, um, you know. I, I had, who's driving back up north? Vince or? No, Vince driving. <laughs> hey, tell him. I don't know. Maybe you're good. I didn't want to interrupt you. No, but okay. tell him about how. It was amazing how many awards your movie got. Uh, you got all these oh, awards all over. I think it's an independent was, film, right? Independent, so, and you right. won some 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 awards. Yeah, we got some awards, and I was real thankful, man. You know, because I figured, you know, you look back and said, "It's my first film, man." I go, and you know, we got recognized from coast to coast. We got, we got, uh, we won Best Picture in New York. I got Best Score in New York. I also won Best Ensemble Cast right in San Francisco. I got best film. These are like uh, film festivals. Yeah, right. film festivals. Yeah, that's kind of how you, you what you do is uh, the way that it's done is you you put your film in a film festival, and the distributors they they see who wins these things, right? Yeah. And if you win a good film festival, they come after you. They, they come hey, man, come right? knocking, come knocking calling the door, and they start offering you, you know, hey, you know, come on with us and so forth, and you know, then you work out a deal with the distributor. That's what I wanted. I wanted a d- distribution deal. Yeah. Because without that, all you have is a movie. You right. know. Right, just that, that no one will see. Yeah, you want exactly. it. You want people to see it. You want it to That's get right. it distributed. That's right. Can you tell me the premise of the film? The uh, the fir- on the first film, it's a, it's a it's a music video. I mean, a music. It's it's a music film with two best friends, right? They grow up from the from the east side of Daly City, right? Two buddies, and they're both DJs, right? These guys mm. are DJs, but one is a creative guy. One one guy, he no longer wants to DJ music. He wants to make music that yeah. other people DJs play, right? Yeah. But the buddy of his, he doesn't have as much talent as his creative talent, right? So he ends up down the road stealing some of his sound, right? And he, uh, and, he, and he sells it off to a you know to a record company, and he gets a lucrative deal, and then uh, you know, you, right? So his best you know buddy you know betrays him, and then you kind of have to see how how you know if they reconcile, you know if somebody gets taken out, you know. Or what have you? <laughs> All right, so that's the premise of the film. That, that's the premise, right? And then, uh, how did you find Tina for the film? You know, when I when I was uh, I was kind of putting some things on social media, and I got a a, a call from from uh, uh, Robert, her her dad, you yeah. know, who I grew up with in the hood, and uh, you know, he reached out, and goes, "Hey, man, my you know my daughter is you know." Uh, you know, in the film, blah blah blah. You hear this from everybody, right? right. I'm like, okay, man, have her send me a video, bro. You know. And then, uh, you know, sure enough, and I was, I had hundreds of videos from girls all over the place that wanted to be in the movie, the first one. Right. So, you know, you kind of go through them, you know, and you kind of keep maybe about, I don't know, about 10 for each position, right? For each role. 
And uh, Tina, she just she had something. Uh, she got a special quality to her. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. And uh, you know, and you know, she's got a, a natural beauty, but she's more beautiful inside than she is outside, and she's yeah. beautiful on the outside, right? Yeah. The girl got chops. She can sing. You yeah. know, like an angel. I mean, and you know, she and she had, and she was my makeup artist, right? Because when she came down, I totally forgot that she does makeup. So. She does. She's so multi talented. Man, yeah. she really is. You know what I'm saying? She's a jack of all trades. And well, I just had all. her on. I just had her on the, wow. the podcast a few weeks ago, man. a few episodes ago. Wow. Really? We man. talked about it. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Was, you know, she's she she's awesome, man. You know, and for me, it was just a blessing to have her. You know, and just you know, and during the filming, she stayed at my house, right? She was up to my couch. Yeah. It looked like Jonestown, man. I had people laid out all over the place, right? <laughs> Independent guerrilla style. Yeah, you got to do minus it. Minus the Kool-Aid, right? Yeah. So you mentioned the first film. So the, the film evolved into Chao, what it is now, but it was called something else. It was right? called, yeah. It started off as Feel Your Heart. Feel Your Heart. Right? Feel Your Heart was the, the initial name. And then, you know, and that's the one that won all the awards under that name. So I ended up, I got approached by this uh, by this distributor. And, um, you know, he loved the movie and he was like, hey, man, you know, we'll go 50-50 on this thing here, right? Hmm. And I was all excited because he was the first one to approach me, right? And he was a Jewish dude, not to, not to get rich, a Jewish guy from, from New York. I said, man, hmm. that's the best guys you want, right? You, guys, right? you know, they know how to make some money. So I said, okay, you know, send me the contract. Send me the contract, right? And then another guy approached me. He goes, hey, man. I said, wait a minute, bro. I got, I got you know, I just got offered the a deal, deal with yeah. this guy, right? And then I, I I took a playbook out of Ray Charles in that movie, right? Can you match it? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So he goes, not only will we match it, we're gonna, you know, we'll give you a higher percentage, right? So we worked out a higher percentage, and I went back to my guy in New York, the first guy, and then I asked him, you know, hey, you know, can you match this? Hey, can you match this? Right? <laughs> match the counter. And he said no. So I signed with the other guy, the second guy, Green Apple Entertainment. That's who I signed with. And then, um, you know, probably about two months later. You know, I'm watching Amazon and I see my movie on there, right? You know, so I started yeah. dancing board, doing like the soul train. I was like, yeah, my movie's on that, you know, digital media. And I realized that it wasn't my distributor that released the movie, but that first dude, you know, the, the, yeah. the, the Jewish dude, right? Uh, and I'm going, wait a minute, right? So then the whole project got caught into a lawsuit. Oh, wait. And, oh, man. So wait, the second, was he in, in cahoots with the first dude? No, he well, it was the first guy that, that did it, you know, but the second guy, no, they weren't. The, the, uh, but he, once he knew that I signed with the second guy, the first guy. He just put it out. He just put it out, right? Oh, man. Yeah. That, yeah, that's, that's, uh, you know, that it's, sounds, it's, it's yeah. dirty, man. You know, and, and this business, right, is dirty, man. Especially if guys think you don't know what you're doing or if you're new. Right. They come in, try to take advantage, man, or, you know. So this is not now, you know, you got to get lawyers. So, so I, I, I kind of want to say, should we watch it on Amazon or wait? Because we don't want to support, right? How do we support well, the they, film and, and you, the actual filmmaker? They took, they took it down. They sent a cease and desist. So it's oh, they took of, it down. Yeah, they took it down off of Amazon. I think now you'll see just a picture and all right. that. And it just removed. But in, in August, right, it's going to be on all these sources, right? It's going to so, come back out again yeah, as, as Chael, Chael. Right, Chael, C-H-E-O. Got it. And, uh, you know, that was my grandfather's name, so I did that in honor of my nice. grandfather, right? Nice. So, so I said, all right, Chael, you know, Chael's the name, and, you know, they loved it and so forth. But check this out. So I get a phone call from my distributor probably, you know, a year after, just a few weeks back. And he goes, hey, man, he goes, I want to let you know, Eric, he goes, you have a star in your movie, Right. And I go, yeah, I know, right? I go, you know, I go, who, who are you talking about? I thought, you know, my main guy, you know, um, uh, yeah. Sebastian Salazar. The, role, the lead role. Right, Chad, he goes, no, 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 it's not that guy. It's the girl. 
I go, oh, the white girl that played Blue, right? He had a love interest. Yeah. This little white girl named Blue, right? You know, she plays a beautiful role in there. He goes, no, no, that's not the white girl. He goes, it's the Latin girl. Hmm. I go, oh, the one that plays Sad Girl, right? He goes, yeah, that's the one, right? I go, that's Tina Torres, right? He goes, yeah, she's a star, right? And then he had done all his research on her, right? He'd seen how many how many followers she has. You know, yeah. she has over 40,000 followers on Instagram. The girl was, you know, ice skater. You know, she was, yeah, she was Olympic. Figure skating, uh, uh, the ballroom dancing, ballroom dance, salsa, music videos, dancing. Man, singing, could, performing. Uh, she could do everything, man, yeah. right? She's my hero. I, get, I should get a poster of her and put it in my And room. she's always been like that. When she was, yeah. and I knew her when she was like 15, 16, oh, she, she could act out a whole like, uh, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's not as soundproof as it looks, right? It's just that that back door. Um, she could act out a whole like Disney movie for us, oh, wow. man. like word for word, you know, and like just sing every part too. Wow. It was crazy. That's, that's awesome, man. See, and, and that's what I love about her. I tell you, I just love her as a person, man. She's yeah. awesome. So what I did was, I, you know, after I, I talked, you know, I kind of processed what this guy had told me from the distributor. I said, you know what, I'm gonna do a movie on on Tina as her as the lead, right? And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna you know. I'm, She's going to be the centerpiece, right? I'm going to build everything around her. Mm. And that's what I'm doing. So I got this. So this is breaking news. Breaking news. Nobody's heard <laughs> this, right? So so the name of this movie is called Yellow Delgado, right? Mm. Yellow, right? That's her, that's her name. You know, and, uh, you know, for those who are non-Spanish uh, speaking, it's called Thin Ice, right? Yeah. And it kind of, you know, as we know that, you know, she's, you know, she's an ice skater, right? You know, but. This movie opens up with this. It's a girl who, you know, it's kind of like a Rocky type story, right? Yeah. You know, we're going to cheer her on. But did you write she, this specifically for Tina? I did, yeah. Wow. And, you know, and nice. I had a couple other guys in mind, right? You know, the, you know, Gilbert Esquivel? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're they're, good friends they're, with Gilbert. Okay. He's the, he's the mentor. I wrote, the, I wrote his piece. He's on nice. board too. So he's going to be playing the mentor in the movie, right? We're going to have Tina. And then I'm hoping to see if I can get Danny Trejo to play the Mexican, Mexican mafia member, right? That's, yeah. That's trying to, you know, uh, kill Tina. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> run, Tina, run, girl. <laughs> you know, my I mean, my dad has a, some connections to Danny's. Yeah, I'm sure. You, yeah, we talked about nice, that. Nice, nice. Yeah, we did talk about that. And, uh, you know, hopefully. awesome. So, you know, I, so I got the, this is all pre production, right? Right now? Yeah, this is all pre production. Script being written. Yeah, and yesterday I sent it off to Sony, right? You know, because. Is the script done? The, the, the treatment is done. The script, I got the bones. It's not going to be done probably till end of June. Okay. Right. But you know, I got. And this I, is you, you're doing this all yourself. You know, on this one here, I got a co-writer, a guy named Kevin Finnerty, right? So him and I were kind of both, yeah. you know, knocking it out. He's got his ideas. Wow. Because in my mind, I got about four other stories, right, that I have. So I'm, I'm writing the treatments for these other ones, and you know, you just got to have things in the pipeline. Just keep, keep, keep it moving. Keep, yeah, keep, it keep going, feeding right, ideas, right? right? Keep working and, on the keep, and keeps me young, man. Just keep pumping them out, right? Yeah. But this one here has got me really excited, right? Really excited. So Tina's excited about it. You know, I think Tina probably, you know, she came on board after we spoke maybe about two weeks ago. Same with Gilbert. Gilbert came on, you know, afterwards. And now wow. I just got to see if uh, Danny will commit to it and get Danny on board. Yeah. And th those will probably be the primary. And I'm looking for one more guy. There's a, there's a cat named Lucas, which is kind of a, a nerdy guy, right, who ends up getting the girl. He gets Tina, right? Yeah. But, he, you know, he's got to be a musician, right? He's a, so this person's got to be able to know how to play some music, right? And uh, you know, and and that's a, that's a character that I'm looking for. Yeah, right now, casting call. Any listeners? <laughs> you can play an instrument. Good looking. Yeah. And can act. Right? And can act. Right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, I'm. A, I used to play the drums. Oh, I got a guitar right there. 
<laughs> there he is. Huh? There he is. He's hired. Huh? Uh, <laughs> man, that's awesome. So this is all in the works, the new film. And so uh, Chael will be available to stream. So I want everybody to run that up. Yeah. Go watch that. Uh, stream it, share it with your friends, share it on social media. Yeah, that's going to be, you know, it's not out of the gate yet. You know, right now they're preparing it. They got all the new artwork and everything down. Yeah. Showing the new posters and everything for Chael. And I talked to the distributor a couple of days ago and he says that it's looking good for August 3rd. They initially had it for September 7th. Okay. But I think it's going to be August 3rd. It's going to be released on all digital platforms. Wow. Wonderful. Awesome. Man, thank you guys for coming oh, through, man. Vince. All right, no worries. <laughs> Eric. Um and then you, then and then real quick too. Um I don't I don't want, I'm not I'm not trying to end it or anything, but I just wanted to circle back around. You and you came to my dad's church in the eighties, right? Yeah. That's how you first uh I came think, came think, to faith. I think it was eighty three, eighty four. So man, around the same time. Yeah, right around that time, man. Early on. Arturo and, brought him around. Yeah. Batista. Yeah, he <laughs> brought him. Wow. And it's funny because I seen him right there on 24th and Mission, right? He, yeah. was, he was right there where the BART station's at. And I was walking by and he was out to talk about the Lord. And at this particular time, I was kind of, I was, you know, like I was telling uh, Vince, you know, I was, I was Catholic and I had a couple questions, man. I said, you know, I got a couple questions on, on you know, on, on this doctrine of my faith. Yeah. That's it. And one of them, you know, so I had to make an appointment to see this priest, right? <laughs> And they set it out for like two weeks. So finally, when I you know met the priest, I asked him, I said, "Hey, just some 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 questions you're just wrestling with." <laughs> two of them, yeah. yeah. You know, what's the Sabbath day, right? You know, because I was reading the Ten Commandments, and I truly didn't truly didn't understand the Sabbath, right? And then uh, you know, he kind of like, well, you know, he gave me kind of like a, a, a vague answer, right? And then the second one was, I asked him if Jesus was weak. I said, "Man, is Jesus really weak?" You know what I'm saying? And he goes. What? What did you just say? I go, is Jesus weak? Because you keep wanting me to talk to his mom, right? So, you know, if I have to talk to to Mary, I'm thinking that Jesus ain't got, you know, all the power that he's talking about, right? And this is questions you had as a teenager. Yeah, a kid, a young right? man. And he kicked me out. You blasphemy. Yeah. You get out, right? So he kicked me out of his office, right? And then- uh, Wrong approach. And <laughs> that's the way to it over there, right? Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I think shortly after that's when I met Arturo. Wow! And then just randomly yeah, meeting just, Arturo, yeah, just randomly. And, and then it all kind of circled. It actually all circled back because of the business that you know that we're in the window business and the window treatment business. Yeah, window so Vince and I worked together doing window treatments and stuff, and so it kind of all circled back because I did a post on Facebook. I said, "Get you know your shutters and get them for Christmas." And he knew me through Martin Cantu, the the, the right. ex singer from Malo. Malo. And he called me up, and I went to his house, and then we started chopping up, being friends. And then one day, the conversation, he goes, I, I mentioned Arturo. Arturo! He goes, yeah. Well, he goes, I went to that church, and then wow, that's how it all. a new life. But it all yeah. circled back because I went on the appointment, and we sold him the shutters. Wow. So it was like, wow, it's a small world how it, I wouldn't have never met him if, yeah, you, know, that, trip, yeah. you know, how that all happened. So and now we're full circle here, and we're doing the, you know, you're the doing podcast. the interview with him. So it's like. It's, you know, it is a small world, <laughs> big time. Yeah, that yeah. You, that's that's isn't that amazing, man? How we're all connected, just connected, man. <laughs> that's that's a trip, man. No doubt, man. So we're gonna be doing some filming in Bakersfield, right? Probably a little bit here in L.A. and also in the San Francisco Bay Area. And uh, you know, hopefully, you know, some of the listeners here, man, will keep you know in contact with your show, man, because I like to. And I'll reach out to you when we start to film it and see, you know. Oh, for sure, man. I got, I got a lot of kids, man. I mean, I work with youth now and, and, um, 
I produced a podcast. Well, it, it was the uh, my daughter's senior class. Mm-hmm. It was going to supposed to be uh, just kind of documenting their everyday life, like a weekly check in, just oh, being awesome. a senior. COVID happened, and it kind of you know it didn't really take right, off right. how we wanted it to do. But I got a bunch of cool kids. I actually got some really good kids that are talented, oh, smart awesome. n- nerds, athletes. <laughs> you know, there's all kinds of of uh, cool kids. You know, awesome. We're gonna make so, it happen, man. I'd like to meet them. For you know, sure. And uh, yeah, one thing it. about your, you know, a lot of people, you know, his movie, he got a lot of awards on the music. And I'm sure the next movie, well, it's going to be about music. He's he's had the, the opportunity to have some great performers in the in the music one of awards on the on the music. Yeah, man. I tell so you. that and, and that was a great thing about it. I love the music. You know, I got to see the movie a couple times. Yeah. People love the music. That was you that know, was in the in the film. Yeah. Is that all original music too? But you know, all, uh, everything was original. I, I used one from Richard Bean, the lead singer of Molo, right? When he was with a group called Sapo, right? So we kind of worked out a, an agreement for me to use him as my his opening, you know, song. I, I'd, I'd play, yeah, uh, you know, during the opening of the movie. But everything else was all original. Nice. Now Martin Cantu from from Molo, he gave me a couple of his songs. You know, nice. Richard, Tina gave me a couple of her songs, and then I had the coolest thing was um, there was a guy who did the score for uh, Lady Sings the Blues. And he works for Motown, right? Mm. And uh, he 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 was able to see my movie, and uh, with a friend of mine who ran the studio, he goes, "Yeah, I work. You know, this is a guy, a friend of mine. Harry, this is his movie. He watched it. And when I came over there, the dude was in tears, man, right? And I was like, whoa, right? And he goes, hey, man, I want to help you any which way possible, free of charge, right? So this guy did my entire score, wow, for my movie, free of charge, right? I mean, a professional guy, yeah. And he put his band, you know, his heart, and he he plays for the Whispers right now. This guy, he's, he's wow. a keyboardist for the Whispers, and um, it's just a blessing, man. Things like that would just come on, and I, I always always knew that uh, you know, that the Lord's hand was upon the project. Yeah. Make it create ways where there's no ways and man, no doubt. opportunities. You know what? You know, just not to, not to prolong the thing for you, but in Daly City, man, they gave me a hard time. You know, because you got to get permission right. and some permits and all that. Right, that's my hometown. That's where I grew up. Yeah. <laughs> right, but they wanted nothing to do with me or my project. Right. right. So you know, I had moved out to uh, you know to Vacaville. You know, so that's where I live now. Yeah. So I, you know, I live in Vacaville, and then you know, so I went to the same thing, try to get the permit process with the city hall and the mayor and all that. And uh, you know, they're like, you know, mayor came out to meet me. He goes. You doing a movie and you want to do it here in Vacaville? Hmm. I go, yeah. I just want to know, you know, what you would charge me for the permit because I try to do one in, in Daly City, but they wanted like twenty grand in for a permit, oh. right? Yeah. And I'm going, okay, I'm a small budget, right? He goes, I'm not going to charge you a dime. He goes, and I, whatever you need, I'm here for you. He goes, you know, these guys closed off streets, gave me police, uh. you know, crowd control. I mean, literally, they closed off blocks for me. Yeah. To film. You know, and, and, you know, they did it all, you know, just because, you know, they, they said I was doing a good thing for their city, man. So, wow. You know, shout out to Vacaville. Shout out to Vacaville. But, you know, <laughs> but uh, Daily City, when they got wind of what happened, when they seen the completed project, when they seen all the news reports, when they heard all the radio stations yeah. talk about the movie, you know, they called me and they said, hey, we want to apologize and make up, make it, make it up to you. We want to rent the out the one. Century Theaters, right, and, oh. and and play your movie here. Oh, nice on their dime, right? Very so, cool. Did you do the? Is that like the premiere? Did you do it there? We, we did a we did a premiere in Vacaville, yeah. you know, and uh, you know we had a sellout of five hundred plus people. Oh, there. that's awesome. And then uh, and then we had the you know a second premiere for Daily City. It wasn't that many people, but you know, but at least uh, you know 
we were able to have it in a, at the Century Theater, which is pretty cool, man. Yeah. Man, so thank you guys for coming through. Man, shout out to my dad. You know what? I, 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 we have so many still, like, meaningful, wonderful connections from the Bay Area from my dad's time up there, you Amen. know? So, uh, you know, shout out to Pastor Rudy. You know, he's yes, still sir. doing still Amen. doing the work, still doing still the Lord's doing work, it. still doing. And Amen. I actually just started working with him directly with with working with, uh, with our youth diversion program. Yeah, so he was telling me. That's awesome. This is my, my first, this is my second week. And, uh, man, you know, my dad, my dad, uh, I was telling him, like, dad, I'm like, you can, that dude works hard. I didn't realize how hard you work. I'm like, dude, you're, you're wearing me out. You know, it was barely the first week, you know, and that dude's constantly just working. And, um, but yeah, so dad, uh, shout out to, to you, you know, um, that work was so meaningful, you know, and that's awesome, where bro. my heart always is in the Bay, like in the Bay area, you know, nice, oh, that's nice, where I'm from. Man. I'm born, I'm born in the city. So yeah. 82. Man. So I, uh, you know, like right, I said, bro. I have I have those memories. I remember those days. Just being I'm a here kid, to take just, you back, brother. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too, I would love to move back if I could afford it. <laughs> Give me both. <laughs> yeah, everybody. All right, guys. Well, thanks again. Um, Thank thanks you, for brother. coming through. I hope everybody goes and sees uh, streams uh, Cheo when it comes out, and to be on the lookout for the next film that's uh, in the works. That's it. Eric Santos. Thanks for coming through. Thank Vince you, Gomez. Brother. Thank you, guys.